What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Anti Up. Howard Bender and Adam Ronis here. What's up, Adam? I was uh, I was just telling you I was I was saying I was I was sorry that your John Morant uh, prop didn't didn't hit last night. He only scored twenty three points, and uh, and you, you were like, uh, you know, it happens, blah blah. blah. But then you started to get a little grouchy with me here. Why are you grouchy? I mean, it's early, but I uh, did a same game parlay with Toronto and Chicago tonight. I thought this would be a, a game with a lot of offense. And uh, DeMar DeRozan is part of the parlay. And the dude only has two points in the first quarter. 0-2 from the field, two turnovers. He's going against his former team, Toronto. He's been lighting it up. I mean, he's having a great year. He's averaging 26 and a half points per game. Uh, I think he scored, what is it, uh, at least uh, 29 points in six of his last seven games. He just faced Toronto the other day on the 26th, scored 29. So come on, man. Wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Damar. See, sometimes I don't like following the games when I bet. I'd rather just kind of be away for a little bit and then come back and check in. Cause you so just why can't it. you? Well, cause I'm sitting here doing this podcast with you and I can't help but have the box scores in front of me. But focus on me. Focus okay, on okay. pay attention to me, Adam. <laughs> I pay am, man. Why you you know, every time we're sitting here, we're trying to talk, we're having a conversation, and you're always looking at your phone and you're always checking scores, and then you tell me, well, it's because you're working. But why aren't you paying attention to me? I see what you're doing here. It's not funny. (laughs) 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 Trouble, right? Right, right. (laughs) See, if you were if you were married, you'd hear more like just go in the other fucking room. Would you just go in the other room? Go watch your game. I'm tired. Leave me alone. (laughs) Did you win any money? Okay, we're going out. You did? You better start winning. Right. I, I can't I can't I literally cannot tell my wife when I've won money, uh, either through betting or through DFS or any anything at all. I never like. If I hit big, well, then obviously she's, you know, I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do like a treat yourself kind of a thing. Right. And like, you know, but oh, my God, dude, when I sit there and it's like. You know, if I win 500 bucks on a weekend, like all of a sudden, you know, and I, and I say something to her, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was a nice little DFS day on Sunday, you know, 500 was nice. The next thing I know, she's like online shopping. Of course. And I'm like, son, no, why don't we pay a bill with that money? Why don't we uh, put that in our savings account and put that towards a vacation? Like that's, that's the crazy part, man, is like, Taking your, you know, like I got to find a, a, a just a, a whole other. I have to be that guy that has a completely separate account for all all, all sports betting and DFS. Like I, I'm going to have to start doing that now. Because I'm, you know what? It's funny. Like my wife is a hoarder, right? For oh, like really? things. Is it? It can't be. it. You've seen that show Hoarders, right? Yes. No, no, no. It's not. Please like tell that. me. All right. No, that no, is no, 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 no. when I. I Someone put me onto that, had me watch it. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And, and, and a little grotesque, too, right? Oh, a little? Some of them? I mean, obviously, they're going to put the extreme ones on there. I can't believe people live like that. 
So, you know, I mean, you should see what my garage looks like. It's it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. And uh, and there's one closet in the house also that's like I'm like, oh, my God, this thing's a death trap. Like anytime you open up the closet door, something falls out. Yeah. (laughs) Like always. Like, I don't understand it. But, you know, I'm going to have to start doing that with uh, with with my accounts and just kind of keeping it 100 percent separate just so I can. uh I can hold on to it, man. Wait, wait there's something else I was going to. Oh, so she so she's like a hoarder of like objects and stuff like that. Me, I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, it's so funny. I, I, I'm not cheap. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm like generous to a fault at times. But like when it comes to like, you know, once money goes into the bank account, then I don't want to use it at all. Right. Like, I just want to store it. I want to stash it away. If I win something, then I throw it into, you know, the savings account so that it just can't be touched. I don't throw anything into the checking account. Uh, and I'm like, a, I'm like, a, like a squirrel, like huddling up nuts in the wintertime. And I'm like, ah. And so I'm like constantly, you know, I never want my my balance to fall below a certain amount in any of my accounts. And uh, and and she's just like she's no, she needs the objects. Shoes, man. I don't understand the obsession with oh, shoes. How many mean. pairs of shoes do you own? <laughs> Maybe one or two. I have three pairs of shoes. I have a, a pair of sneakers, brown shoes, and black shoes. That's it. Yeah, women have like 46 pairs usually. 46. I'd give my left nut to see her <laughs> limited to 46. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. I, for her birthday... We'll get to some sports here, people. I promise you, we're going to get to some sports, right? We're going to talk. Uh, Adam's making updates to his uh, to his NBA futures uh, articles that he does over at PicksWise.com. We'll we'll talk about that, but but let, you know, just the, the 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 pairs of shoes. I I just don't get it. I don't get it. And you know, I, we probably shouldn't dwell on this, should we? No, probably no. not. No, not that my my wife doesn't listen to us on the podcast. She listens on the radio. She doesn't listen on the podcast. Not that you should be offended in any way, but that's kind of why I get out a lot of that talk about her on the podcast as opposed to on the radio show. Because sometimes I just got to keep it away from her. (laughs) 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 All right, fine. We'll talk about sports, right? You want to talk about sports? Let's talk NBA futures. Let's talk about what Adam's updating let's talk about some of the movement let's talk about it right after this commercial break all right adam nba this is this is your wheelhouse this is not mine um so guide me through it here let's start talking about uh regular season mvp joel Embiid seems to be the number one uh guy right now at plus 200 we're looking at dk sportsbook Embiid is the first guy. Nikola Jokic at plus 300 is second. Then you got Giannis at three, plus 370. And then Curry at plus 400. What's the movement that we need to be paying attention to? I mean, there's been a lot of movement lately because Curry was the heavy favorite for a little bit. But, you know, he's uh, been dealing with a shooting slump, but he's starting to emerge. Obviously, Embiid's been in on a tear lately. Um, Jokic has been great as well and um Giannis has just been steady you know doing what he does um so I think it's tough to buy and beat right now plus 200 you know he was plus 
anywhere from plus 1,000 to plus 1,500 a couple weeks ago. So that was the time to buy. Um, I still favor Jokic to win it as long as Denver stays afloat. Uh, he won it last year. He's having a great year again, maybe even better. And they just don't have – he doesn't have much help. Uh, they've had injuries, and he's kept this team afloat. So um, I do think this is a decent opportunity to buy on Curry now because at one point he was minus 150. He was a big favorite. So, um, you know, if you think that they can finish first or near the top and he can get going, especially as Draymond Green returns at some point, because they're way better with Draymond Green on the floor. It's amazing that the Suns are like the best team. And yet you got Devin Booker at plus 1500 and Chris Paul at plus 3000. But Paul just doesn't score enough. He's averaging about 15 points per game. I mean, he truly is the MVP in terms of most valuable to his team. Once he came to the Suns, they took off and became the best team last year and this year again. But it's hard for me to see them giving him the award, uh, scoring so little. And again, Booker and him kind of offset each other. Booker's been great. Um, but for me, if I had, if I were to vote, for me, it would be Jokic. Okay. And Jokic, listen, at plus 300, that's that's not a bad bet to make. Not at all. Um and then, yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a stab at Curry at, at, at plus 400. Um, Morant's at plus 1,100. You skipped, kind of skipped over him a little bit, talking about Booker and Paul. Um, any thought on him creeping up more? Or is he just – he's just not ready for that yet. Yeah, I mean, he'd have to be ridiculous. He's already been ridiculous, and that has only gotten him to plus 1,100 and fifth. So this is kind of an award, too, where it's like, all right, like this is the year where he goes, all right, he's in the conversation, and then maybe next year. Uh, you know, Memphis is third in the Western Conference, but, uh, you know, but they're, they're behind, you know, the Golden State, who has Curry there. And you remember, it's also a narrative award. They love Curry. He's well-known. So... Yeah, I think maybe next year you could be looking at that. All right. The last time you and I updated the NBA futures, um, uh, kind of a, a, a quote-unquote long shot to take was James Harden. But, I mean, he was like when we – I think I feel like when we talked about him, he was at like plus 2,500 or plus 3,000. No, I think uh, it was even more. Point. I think What's it was that? like – I think it was plus 8,000. Was he plus 8,000 yeah. then? Because now he's at plus 10,000. Yeah, look, he had one of the – I don't know what the fuck happened to him last night. Oh, if, I loved your tweet. Did James Harden even play tonight? I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, he had four points, and I'm like, okay, what are the strip clubs like in um, Sacramento? Because <laughs> – I mean, look, he does he he does have like a hand wrist injury. He did play the night before and was fine. Maybe it's a problem. But, man, the Nets are just brutal right now. Uh, they've lost six in a row. You know, they lost to Golden State, Phoenix. Okay, but you can't lose to Sacramento last night. Um, so that was really bad. And, yeah, I just and, – and Durant should be back right after the All-Star break. So um, I just thought maybe with Durant out and Kyrie – not playing at home games, maybe he could carry them, but it hasn't happened, and they've been losing a lot of games. So I don't see that happening now. And again, and I, they are still the favorite to win the NBA championship, and it makes no sense to me. The NBA markets have been really bad for futures this year because I know we talked about it earlier this year. The Lakers were the second for a long time, and I'm like, why are the Lakers second? 
Like, I understand they have LeBron James, but they've been – and it, they finally moved them all the way down to eight now, plus 1,900. Yeah. But I, I thought – my thinking was, you know what? Lakers are a popular team. They're always going to take money. And they said, fuck it. We're going to leave it here because we know people are going to put money on them. So um, – and the, and the Nets are still the favorite at plus 270. How? How could anyone think that they're more of a chance to win a championship right now than Golden State or Phoenix? Now, the argument could be, well, Golden State and Phoenix, one of them, they're going to have to go through each other, right? So that puts the odds down a little bit. But with Brooklyn, it's all uh, Durant, Harden, and Kyrie. We hardly ever see them play together, man. Right. I like I just they're the sixth seed right now in the Easter Conference. Like, why would you put plus 270 on them to win? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, because it's a name. Because it's it's the three of them. It's their names. And and I'm sure that, you know, even at plus 270, team people are putting money on the, on the, on the nets to win the whole thing. Um, maybe it's that expectation. I mean, I agree with you, man. You'd never see the three of them on the on the on the court together, right? And and when you do, one of them is like non-existent anyway, right? Like two of them perform well, and the third's like, nah, might as well just be any kind of a role player. And maybe that rotates, you know, now depending they, on they're, they're really healthy. good. They're really good when the three are together, but they have. They have no big man presence, nothing inside. Claxton flashes, but it hasn't been good enough. Joe Harris has been dealing with an ankle injury. Like, there's just – and then I, I know it could change by um, playoff time. Maybe mm -hmm. New York changes their laws. I don't know. It's possible. Or maybe the Nets say we'll pay a fine. But right now we have to assume Kyrie cannot play in home games. So – that's going to be a factor in the playoffs. We we need to see Durant come back healthy first. We there was rumors about Harden not being happy. Maybe that's true because like he just has not looked the same player lately. So um, I, to me, there's issues to bet on this team. Like you're telling me now, put money on a team to win a championship. Are you taking Brooklyn plus two seventy or Phoenix plus five hundred? Phoenix all day. What more does Phoenix have to do? <laughs> I mean, for real, like this team has just been insane. They're 41 and nine, 19 and four on the road. <coughs> I mean, <laughs> you're or, asking even Gold, me? or even Golden State. Give me Golden State at plus 475. I'd take the Bucks at plus 700. I know they've, you know, they won the championship. They've been good, not great, but. We saw them last in the postseason, and they have Giannis. So I just – I have no idea why the Nets continue to be the favorite. I mean, think about it, man. Can you imagine the sixth seed in a conference is favorite? No, I can't. Listen, I, again – And to be fair, know. I'll say they are three and a half games out of the top spot. But they're 29 and 22. <laughs> But, yeah, I guess it's just like, well, I mean, maybe the books are like, well, if we put them lower, then people are going to put money because imagine Durant, Kyrie, and Harden healthy in the playoffs. right? I guess that has to be a factor, right? That becomes a liability for them if they put yeah. them at plus 700. I yeah. guess that has to be it, right? I feel like it has to be it, yeah. But it, there's no way I'm putting my money on that team right now. And if I'm wrong and you want to blast me if they win it all, 
go ahead. But I'm talking right now based on what we see. And there's no way I'm betting on them. There's no way Adam's betting on them. All right. Okay. I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. Um, all right. So regular season MVP we got. Uh, were there any other? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Um, but, 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 but rookie of the year is just, I mean, that's all Evan Mobley. Right? Yeah, I've, I've said that all year from the beginning yeah. of the year. Yeah, you said it before the season started. And, I mean, you know, he's he's sitting at minus 350 right now on DK. And Scotty Barnes is at plus 550 is the closest person there. So um, I'd rather, you know. And then, you know, and then we're looking at then, then all of a sudden uh, the six-man award. That's that's not a whole lot, right? Tyler Harrow um, at minus 1,100. Kelly Oubre is next at plus 1,700. Then it's Kevin Love at plus 4,000. So, he would be um, the one that I mean. Look, obviously, you don't want to do that now. But if there's anyone, it would be him. Like if you want to put five, ten bucks on it, just a long shot on, on who? Kevin Love? Yeah, just because he's been phenomenal for Cleveland. They've been the biggest surprise in the NBA this year. Uh, he's he's had to do a little bit more lately off the bench because Darius Garland is out, and it looks like Garland <laughs> might not play Friday either. Um, but yeah, Hero. Uh, he's it's it's his award. I mean, it's minus eleven hundred. But if you're saying is there anyone else long shot, it would be Kevin Love at plus four thousand. Kevin Love at plus four thousand. All right. Um, and then defensive player of the year, uh, Rudy Gobert is now plus one fifty. He's the favorite to win it. But Draymond Green, who was the previous favorite, not too far behind at plus one sixty. And then all of a sudden, then you get a big drop off there with Giannis uh, at plus six fifty and Jaron Jackson. At plus nine hundred, so Rudy Gobert. Uh, I know that's Justin Fensterman's favorite guy. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, he will be back maybe sometime next week. He's been out, um, and it's probably going to be Draymond um, for me if I'm putting money on it right now. So, so both of these guys have been out for multiple weeks now, but we have seen Golden State not look as good without Draymond Green. He is the key, especially on the defensive side. Uh, Gobert's won it two years in a row, I think, I believe. So, you know, the reputation and all that. But we have seen Utah's been terrible lately. Oh, I messed with Fensty on this. You should mess with him next if you uh, message or mess with him because he gets really mad. So about, <laughs> I'd say about a, about a month ago, Fensty's like, because I've been talking up Utah since last year. Uh -huh. I don't think Utah can win a championship. They're, Utah's like the, the great regular season team, but probably doesn't have enough to win a championship. And they were great most of the season, and they've been hit hard by injuries. Donovan Mitchell's been out with a concussion. He comes back tomorrow. Gobert. Joe Ingles just tore his ACL. He's out for the year. So they've had issues. But they lost like, oh, so a month ago, Fancy's like, yeah, man, I'm on the Utah bandwagon. I'm with you, man. I see it. Ever since he said that shit, they've they won yesterday, so they've lost eleven out of fourteen. I'm like, dude, you cursed them, man. Why'd you have to come on? So don't hop on my Cleveland Cavaliers bandwagon because I don't want you to fuck them up. <laughs> and he's like, it's not because of me, and he gets really upset. So next time you like have any interaction with him, be like, damn, why'd you guys curse Utah like that? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait, dude. There's come on, like. <laughs> is Fensty not the little brother that you and I probably dreamed up when we were growing oh, yeah. up oh, like, yeah. to have somebody 
to pick on on a regular basis. Oh yeah, he's he, he's he, he's good with it though. I think he's getting used to it. But yeah, he was just like, "Come on, man, don't blame me." They've had injuries. I'm like, no, bro. Ever since you said it, I can almost pinpoint the day they just keep losing. When did he? When did he say it? It was about a month ago, man. But I'm okay. just like, I'm pretty sure this is when it started. When they started that losing streak, they had lost 11 to 13, and then they won Wednesday night because Denver didn't have Nikola Jokic or Aaron Gordon, so, so he, they were shorthanded too. So he jumped on the bandwagon a month ago. Yeah. Okay. I might I might have to just call into alarm after hours. As like, you know, just disguise my voice and maybe uh you know, maybe say that I've been, you know, losing my shirt and I'm I'm worried about my uh my Utah Jazz shares and everything like that because ever since Fensty was, you know, jumping on their bandwagon, they've all been losing now. Exactly. Would he he would lose his mind on the air, wouldn't he? He would be like Ronus, right, man? Come on, man. This is not fair. That's not true. They had injuries, but <laughs> <laughs> what are the uh, what are the odds on Utah to win the whole thing? Team futures. Utah's at plus fourteen hundred. Where have they been uh, hanging out? Just so I can. Uh, they were higher. I think they were 700, 800, but yeah, they've had this long losing streak. And oh, um... perfect, perfect. There it is. So, so I, I, I you know. I I, I I put money down on Utah plus 700 in order to, to win the whole thing. And then I'm listening to this show and Fensty starts talking up the jazz. And the next thing I know, they're now down at plus 1400 and they're on this huge losing streak. Yeah. Be like, why'd you have to curse them like that? Why did you have to curse them like that? Do you remember his exact quotes about them? He's like, nah, I'm on, something like I'm on the Utah bandwagon, man. I see it. You're right. It was a good team. All right. All right. Expect the call tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Change my voice around yeah. a little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, uh, it's, 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 this is the Fensty guy, right? He's like, yeah, let me talk to let me talk to Justin Fensterman. Uh, you 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 killing me, man. You're killing me. <laughs> oh man. All right. So <clears throat> Back to the uh, so where we were, defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. But you say stay on Draymond. Uh, any other futures that we should be looking at? I, I have a hard time with this whole most improved player. I hate that award, man, because I just don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense to me sometimes. I don't know what the criteria is. Um, yeah, so I mean, John Morant's the favorite at minus four hundred. Yeah, he's taking his game to another level. I mean, Bridges has. Garland's been amazing. He was named to the All Star Reserve team today. Dejounte. I mean, I yeah, I wouldn't even touch this award, man. Because la I remember last year it was Jeremy Grant was the favorite most of the year, and then Julius Randle just shot up and and won the award. And even that, I'm like, okay, Randle's been good in the NBA. Yeah, he's improved, but like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like the award. Seemed like Randall actually popped up kind of out of nowhere last year in that second half of the season. Like all of a sudden you were like, holy shit, Julius Randall, really? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with that award. So I <clears throat> that could happen again. I mean, maybe ooh, I don't I don't even know. Um I guess if mess I don't know, man. Okay. These are all pretty good. These are all pretty that's good. Fine. I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, Moran's probably gonna get it. 
He's minus 400 and he's been playing out of his mind. And Memphis is the third seed in the Western Conference. And I don't think anyone saw this team being this good. Yeah. Well, I'm with you. <clears throat> I'm definitely with you. What about coach of the year? Did you have a favorite going into the season? I did not. But I mean, JB Bickerstaff at plus 320, man. Again, Cleveland. No one thought Cleveland was going to be this good. Most people had them as a bottom seven team in the NBA, and they are near the top of the Eastern Conference. And they've lost Ricky Rubio for the season, Colin Sexton for the season. Now, Monty Williams is the favorite at minus 140. This could be like a reward for two years. He's the coach of the Suns. I mean, the Suns were great last year, made the NBA Finals and lost. And as I said, they're 41 and nine um, playing Atlanta tonight, down three at the half. So, um, man, I how do you not give it to Bicker? See, this is the tough one because the Suns were supposed to be good. Maybe not this dominant again. And you do have to give Monty Williams credit because they just stay focused and play every night. We've seen a lot of teams just not show up and and Phoenix does it. It doesn't happen. Um, they've also been. Last year, they were fortunate with injuries. This year, you know, DeAndre Ayton's missed time. He just came back. Jay Crowder missed time. But their two key players, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, have not missed time and somehow uh, dodged COVID so far. Um, So, I mean, I I think it should be J.B. Bickerstaff, man. (laughs) I really do at plus 320. Um, Because how, I mean, again, you know, usually that's what happened with a coach a year, right? If a team's supposed to be good, and and maybe it's wrong, but we know this in all sports, right? Like when Belichick had Brady, he's never going to win coach of the year, right? They're good every year. They're supposed to be good. Now, Phoenix is not the same, but Phoenix went to the NBA Finals last year, right? So we knew they would be good again. Maybe they're still better than we thought, but Cleveland was supposed to be a bottom team in the NBA, and they are 31-21, and 21, two games out of the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And again, they've lost two players two guards, two season-ending injuries. And they have a, a rookie in Evan Mobley playing a critical role. I think it should be Bickerstaff. Okay. No disrespect to Monty Williams. He's done a hell of a job, but this feels more like, all right, we're rewarding you for two years. Makes sense. Makes sense. What about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, what about uh, Spolstra? He's done a great job. Yeah, no doubt about it. I do think Miami has a real shot to come out of the East. But uh-huh. again, when you're comparing. Miami was supposed to be good. OK. And Cleveland's one game behind them. And Cleveland was not supposed to be good. So I, I think it's Bickerstaff for me. All right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Any other uh, any other NBA futures we want to update here or we, we cover it all? Um, yeah, we covered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the big main awards. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's put the, the, the close on that one here. Um, Adam and I will be back, obviously, next week when we start uh, doing some more breaking down of the Super Bowl. One full week, Adam, to break down one game. Boy, I can't imagine why people would get tired of that. <laughs> Yeah, there's only like a million props too. <clears throat> only a million? Well, let's uh, let's bet them all, right? What could possibly go wrong? Nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> all right, well then that's gonna do it for us here on the Anti Up Podcast. Thanks so much, everybody, for 
not only listening, but liking and subscribing as well. So for Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Benner. This has been the Anti-Up Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.